I'm Scott Weatherly. Welcome to 20th Century Geek. Hello ladies and gentlemen, constant listeners, welcome back to 20th Century Geek. Now, this episode is running a little late um, due to work commitments and Halloween commitments, if I'm honest. Now this episode is going to be a little odd, if I'm perfectly honest, well, if I'm perfectly honest, it's the weirdest episode I've ever recorded. The intention was to do uh, a full-on retrospective of Ghost Watch. However, I've now been working at Bolsover Castle, and so we started to look for actual ghosts, and it starts to go from there. So I'm now going to hand over to me, on my own, in a room, in the dark, in Bolsover Castle. Hello, boils and ghouls. Welcome back to 20th Century Geek. Now I have to apologise for the uh, sound quality right now. Um, the acoustics may be a little echoey. Now the reason for that is I'm not in my usual recording studio, um, or which is my home, to be perfectly honest. <clears throat> nice and comfy, well padded walls, you know, well lit. This evening, it's now quarter past nine on the 17th of October, and I am sat alone in a medieval castle called Bolsover Castle, which is notoriously, uh, I don't know if it's the most haunted uh, castle in the English heritage, but it's the one that they have the most sightings at. It's a very active site, allegedly. So, basically I'm sat on my own, and this is gonna be me possibly rambling, maybe crapping myself, we shall see how long this lasts. Um, I'm working here with some other people, some friends, and uh, I was roped into this by the usual suspects, uh, Mike Kennedy, my usual cohort and co-host, uh, Mike, has asked me to do uh, work on the scare attraction here, so I'm doing that. Um, we're doing the rehearsals and some other things this evening, so I'm now sat here alone in, actually, in what is actually supposed to be the most haunted room in this most haunted castle. Um, I just thought it'd be good. Following on from Ghost Watch, which was all about how a well-placed faux scare uh, can terrify a nation, I thought, well, let's try the real thing. We've, you know, I've been watching quite a few of those ghost shows lately. Um, you know, going all the way back to like Most Haunted to the more recent ones that keep popping up all over the place, such as Ghost Dimension and um, oh, there's a couple of those uh, Ghost Response uh, clubs. And uh, I have to say, wholeheartedly, they are dreadful. Um, they're not very good. Um, clearly very, very low budget, and I think that's part of it. But there's no excuse for some of the editing and some of this stuff in there. So it's all about the scares. However, when I see someone jump, when you see someone jump, when you see them scared, it can get scary. Uh, but working in this castle, I've now been working in this castle for a couple of weeks on and off few days here, a few days there, setting things up. You get very, very used to it uh, as an environment comes sort of like, you know, just background noise. Um, however, I will tell you a single story. Um, one of the nights recently, we were doing some filming here for part of the attractions, uh, filming, I should say, basically part of the attractions to film. Um, and I had to run through uh, a, a part of the basement and it was very, very, very dark. It was pitch black, in fact, and I was all Billy Brave, and 
Uh, I was told to run in there and hide behind this pillar and do da da da. Okay. Did it, did for the rehearsal, very, very run, make sure it worked, brilliant. It looked fantastic. Went for the real take, I ran in, hid behind the pillar, pitch black, cameraman was miles away, I'm on my own. I hear three distinct footfalls walking towards me. And I bloody shit myself, if I'm perfectly honest, ladies and gentlemen. I, <coughs> I absolutely shit myself. And uh, I ran out of there and... Uh, uh, yeah, we had to do another take. I did it, I'll be honest with you, I did it, it, it went okay. Um, it was good fun in the end, it turned out really, really well. Um, but coming back, I've been told all kinds of things about this castle, all kinds of different uh, stories and, and uh, you know, people that have had their hair pulled or you know, they've felt something on their arm or they've been scratched. Um, I haven't really felt anything, if I'm perfectly honest. I'm not going to sit here and start, you know, is there anybody there and all that crap, because uh, it doesn't really translate on a podcast. I thought about it. I really did. I thought maybe we could do that. Um, but we won't. I think I might have to just sort of say, what else is there to talk about, really, with regards to this castle? Nothing, really. It's a beautiful castle. It's well worth a visit. It's well worth checking out. <coughs> um, the, the room I'm sat in right now is one of the plainest rooms in the castle, but it's the most haunted. Now, apparently, this was a woman's bedroom. And uh, it's haunted by said woman. I don't know her name. I don't know uh, the details. I'll have to get someone. Maybe I'll, I'll get one of the site guys to come and do some work on this podcast. But she apparently had a penchant for men. So I'm sat here on my own, wondering if I'm going to get any sort of attention. But you know what I'm going to talk about? Last week I talked about, we, we spoke to Stephen Volk. Uh, about his interpretation of Ghost Watch. So I wanted to tell you a bit more about my interpretation of Ghost Watch. And this is going to be me rambling. Um, this probably intro bit probably won't last very long, and then I'm going to bring some more people in, and we're going to talk about ghostly happenings that they've all experienced. So, Ghost Watch. I want to go back as it is, 25 years, and the reason I, I invested time in wanting to go back and watch it, and get in contact with Stephen, and talked to him about it was because as a child it was possibly one of the most effective um, horror entertainments I saw as a child. It seriously scared the shit out of me. Now it, it, it really made me think about a couple of things uh, since I've had a conversation with Stephen about what horror is, uh, especially what horror is for kids. Um, for me, you know, I had watched Things like the Evil Dead, I'd watched Poltergeist, uh, even you know, Gremlins, Ghostbusters, the whole works, right? As, a, as an 80s kid, I've seen quite a lot of it by that point. So when 1992 rolls around in October, I, I promise you that the buzz in schools was quite high that this thing was on. I remember, I, in my head at least, I remember having a bit of a buzz about it because it was a thing to watch. I remember it being noted in the Radio Times and some other things. Now, I should say about the Radio Times was a TV guide type magazine, TV listings magazine, that you clearly don't use or need anymore. So I think it still exists. I get one at Christmas. I don't know why, because, you know, everything's on the internet now, but it's a tradition. Um, it was in there, and it was a thing, and I remember being a thing, and I remember sort of sitting down, I was at my grandparents, 
and I'm sitting down and asking them if I can watch it. Now, I should highlight that my grandparents were, they weren't strict. I wouldn't say they were strict, but I would say that they had what they considered my best interest at heart. They didn't want me to be scared. They didn't want me to think otherwise. So they let me watch it. And it's an hour and a half. It started at nine o'clock on the BBC. So we finished around 10.30, which is pretty good because I was what, 11 at the time. And it, I remember it starting. And the fact that for all intents and purposes, this thing was, to me, was billed as real life. It comes on, I see Michael Parkinson, who my only other experience of Michael, Michael Parkinson was a chat show host. He's a, he's, a, he's a TV presenter. That's how I know him. Not an actor, not a personality, chat show host. Then I have Sarah Green. I know Sarah Green from children's TV shows, Going Live, Blue Peter, um, you know, Saturday uh, morning television programme. So I associated her at the time with my cartoons. Um, some of the great cartoons of the early, early 90s. But she, again, was not a threat, not an actress, TV presenter. Same with Mike Smith, her then husband. Um, TV presenter, I'd known him from, I think I've seen him on, you know, the certain documentary or things that happened around 7 o'clock in the evening. He was more of an adult kind of entertainer, but I knew him, okay? This setup screamed to me um, what the Americans would consider a telephone. Okay, it was that kind of setup, telephone setup. So I had these live presenters that I knew them as, and then I couldn't identify as an 11 year old good or bad acting, if I'm perfectly honest. It wasn't in my scope to understand what was good and bad acting. So I, I, bit, I, I bought it all. And the presenters were very, very good. When I watch the family now, and especially the kids, there's a little bit of weakness in there, I suppose. But it's their fault. I don't think. I think it's, it's a lot to ask, and especially you know the way they set this thing up to make it look live. But I'm dragged in. I'm loving this. It's fantastic. Um, that was why Hawk. That was why this scared the crap out of me, because by the end of that show, I went to bed. And I seriously, I went to bed following this thing straight away. I did not see the last minutes of this show. I saw it went back to the studio, things starts to kick off. Michael Parkinson is, is attacked in the studio by some sort of unseen force. And my nan, my, my nan turned it off and was like, okay, that's enough, thank you very much. I went to bed. I didn't see the things at the end that said, well, you know, BBC documentary, those kinds of things, or BBC drama, I should say. So to me, this was a, this was a documentary, this was a live, television broadcast and in my head I was thinking what the hell just happened um, and also I should say at the time I had a t-shirt um, that was big in the early 90s that changed colours, you had like the Hot Wheels cars that did it it was called Hyperglobin or Hemo Hyperglobin, something or other like that but you put your hand on it, your hand was hot, it would change colour you know, pink to blue, whatever my t-shirt was yellow and went green and boy did it go green, I was so hot and sweaty, just terrified. And the final straw for me was lying in bed and the, the heart was racing and I could hear my foot, uh, my, the pulse in my ear. And again, being 11, and, and I'll admit, a bit stupid. Yes, I could hear a pulse. I thought I could hear footsteps. 
and it terrified me. I was awake most of that night. That's how effective that show was. Now, as a child, should I have watched it? Don't know. But it affected me. It terrified me. It got under my skin. Now, on the last blog, I did the evolution of scares or the evolution of horror. And I had to think about why, why don't I find modern horror as effective as I used to as a kid? Now, yes, I've grown up. Yes, I've watched a lot of it. And maybe and the thing I sort of realised was in that moment, at no point were the scares ever addressed to me. I was never under threat. Okay, from the TV show, um, the 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 cast were someone I knew was. So Sarah Green comes under threat. The family comes under threat. I've built a you know uh, a relationship with them really within the TV show. I've got you know I've, I've got sympathy for them. So when things happen to them, I feel for them. Modern horror seems to redirect that so that it's throwing the scare out at the audience and it doesn't work for me. You get a jump maybe, but other than that, you then go, oh, it came at the screen, it made me jump, it doesn't really matter. It's that redirection I find really fails. It should be at the characters. Now recently there's been a real shift in horror back to that slow burn, you know, you get Ty, Ty West and uh, I forget the guy's name, but these, these directors that bring in these things in, there's been some great films that have done this. But even this year, like Get Out and It have done that, where you like the characters and you build these things up so you fear for the characters, not for you. That's how it should work. That's how it should work. And I think that's, that's hopefully that's what's coming back. Um, as I say, I'm still sat in this room on my own. It's been here. I've been talking now for 12 I'm rambling, from fair to honest. And I may pull this to a stop for that to get some more people in for them to start talking about uh, their horror stories or their ghost stories, and, and especially about this castle. So, nothing's happened. I've been sat here quite happily, to be honest. Nothing's happened. So, I'm going to pause this now, and I will then come back with some new people and see what they have to say. Okay. Okay, listeners, I'll see you on the flip side. We're back, well I'm back, and I'm now joined by a uh, usual co-host, and Indeed. the person who's got me in trouble this time, uh, Mike Kennedy. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. So we are back, I'm still in the room, um, I was in here on my own for ten minutes about that, and uh, not a great deal happened. The Mrs. Robinson's room. The Mrs. Robinson's room, that's what I was, I remember what it was called. Yeah. But just tell the, uh, tell the listeners, or listener, um, mm. a, a little bit about where we're at. What are we doing here? Why would you tell me? I'm already here, so why were you telling your listener? I'm already here. I already know what's going on. Uh, yeah, and I've already told my nan. <laughs> yes, so. true. <laughs> yeah. She's still in that coma, so she doesn't yeah. understand. She's a, she's a little behind on the episode. She's got a bit of catching up when, yes. she, when she comes round. When she comes round. 
Um, we are here because of Fright Fest, mm. a Halloween event taking place at Balsa the Castle from the 22nd of October to the 31st. I'm not sure when you're putting this out, uh, which was a huge success. Yeah. Yeah, comes out, it, this will be out on uh, next Wednesday. Oh, okay. So it'll be the 25th. 25th like so if, you, if you've got time, come down, have a, a, yeah, try it out. It's, it's going to be amazing. So it's, a, it's an immersive psychological experience going around the, uh, um, officially now yeah. the English Heritage's most haunted castle. So it is its most haunted castle. I know yeah. it had the most sightings, but mm-hmm. it is its most haunted yeah, as well. Yeah, it's been officially voted as by members of the public. Wow. So this is an incredible place. I mean, it's an amazing place. It's uh, it's certainly a uh, atmospheric place. Yeah. Especially when the wind is coming through. Yeah, you get a you bit know. of whistle in the wind through the window it's gaps quite, and stuff. And yeah, it's quite a calm night tonight, actually. It's it is. Calm and placid. Bit of shame. Hmm. But yeah, so we're not really 20th century geek right now. We're more like 15th century geek. Yes. Well, yeah, more 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 17th century. 17th century geek. Yeah, 17th century geek. Yeah. So like bloomers and uh, other bits. Just looking out the window. We both just heard a noise. Yeah, yeah. That's a metal clang. Yeah. So there are noises and all kinds of bits and pieces in this place. Oh yeah. Um, You you heard. I totally said I heard the footsteps. Footsteps in the cellar when we were doing the filming. Yeah, and I'm not the only one. Chloe heard it. One of the other actresses heard it. Uh, on What's Sunday. Today? No, Sunday. On Sunday she, okay. she heard the footsteps on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, Becky, another one of the actresses, did, you tell, did she tell you what happened? No. So she parked in the overflow car park, which is just outside the castle, but mm. still part of the castle grounds. Yeah. Um, and she was on her own, and she went to, went to put her car on, and her rear parking sensors went off. So she was sat in the car, no one around her, and her rear parking sensors started beeping. She got out, and then her front parking sensors got off, went off as well in the car. Wow. So she got in and drove and picked everybody up. Saw this reduce. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's already we've had some sort of happenings. And I know there's mm. things like, uh, there's the ghost of a little boy in the in the garden who will hold the children's hands right, and, yeah. and things like that. Well, so yeah. I will be bringing my four-year-old daughter just to see what happens. Yes. <laughs> but there's also um, a ghost of, a, of a, a maid in the kitchen area as well. A ghost Is that the one? They just told me, right? And this yeah. could be complete crap. But there's something about a maid who fed a baby into an oven. Yeah, yeah um, I'm not sure if that's the same story, but however, yes, that's supposed to happen as well. Is the oven downstairs as you the go downstairs room. into the basement? Yeah. Is yeah. So just to give a bit of description, you come down a flight of stairs, and as you can imagine, any sort of castle, it's stone steps that come right down into the basement, and as you yeah. come across the bottom, there's a, a big wooden door, yeah. and when the door is open, you can see these dark hollows, which were the original bread ovens, mm. and it's as creepy as hell. It is, yeah. So I, I quite like to like that for the event, actually. That would be in the red filter. Red I think color. that's good. Yeah, we need to get something. I think an LED mm. in there would be good. Um, so have you had anything? Have you had any, any, any anything supernatural, spooky happen to you here yet? Because you've been well, here a bit more than I have. Yeah, no, I've been here early hours in the morning and stuff, you know. And it's, I think the problem is with me, it's because I've worked so much with historical properties. Um, you, you almost become desensitised to everything. So every knock and bang, you, you either... Subconsciously, you know, and the subconscious you're aware, but uh, but but then your psyche kind of kicks in and goes, well, you know what, I'm just going to dismiss that mm. because the problem is, is if you get scared, then you 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 you're buggered because you're not going to work in an environment like this if you're scared of every shadow knock and it's I mean it's an old building at the end of the day as well, so it's going to make noises as as things progress, but yeah. that's uh, that's what happens. Well, that's it. Now we've done our first. Uh, Prescott, and it went mm. really well. 
and I was stood in the corner of a room with a sheet over my head, pretty, pretty much. You was on yeah. my own in a dark room, and there were moments when you do sort of question: Is this scary or not? And I quite came to the answer that yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big boy, and I think I can handle it. Oh, so uh, uh, I think it's an amazing place. Um, Certainly worth a visit during the day just to see the spectacular, uh, how spectacular it actually is. There's a building and the paintings and everything else here, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, it is, I mean, it's worth a visit just on that. So, yeah, so it's. Um, Mike? Just so you know, listen, we, we just heard some. Hello, yeah, we just heard we're some in here, in Mrs. Robinson's room. Oh, ah. hello. 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 Please take a few for a few moments. We've just been joined by, I think your name actually, sorry. I can't see it even now. Kurt. Kurt. Sorry. Kurt moves you. like Mike. He does. He does. We actually thought it was Mike, genuinely. We've got about the same build, I think. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Just recording a bit of a podcast. Just sort of sat here in the Mrs. Robinson's room just to see if anything happened or just to talk about the But you've worked here. How long have you worked here now? About two years. So you've worked here two years. Yeah. And... Anything? Anything? Anything at all? This happened to you? Honestly, no. I've creeped myself out a few times. Which is what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last week, for example, I was walking up from the kitchens. And it was, oh, in fact, not last week. The windy day. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I shut the door and it was rattling so much as I was walking up there. I felt there was footsteps behind me. But then I stopped and I'd only gone up about 10 steps. And there's about 20 knocks, mm. and it kept going. Like, either they just walked straight through me and they're going, mm. oh, yeah, I'm not still behind me, so no, it was the door. But you can definitely uh, creep yourself out in this yeah. place if you let it. Yeah, it can get under your skin. It can, yeah. Well, that's the thing, and, you lo- and you're locking up the glass somehow. Alone, yeah. Alone. That's a great job, isn't it? You know what I mean? Just go and, lock, go and lock up this haunted castle. Well, that's, a, that's no different to you, either Sunday night or tonight. You're like, just pop down the basement and uh, dismantle the, the kit that's down there on your own. That's what I pay you to do. You do, but still, <laughs> it's not friendly. I've just had, on uh, on Sunday, the battery on my torch went, uh, yeah. just as I was coming out, so that was lucky. And then just now, yeah, the, these, floodlights. the floodlight went out as I was walking through the basement, and I was just like, Mike! Come and help me! But we've got a ghost book here as well, haven't we, in the castle? We've got a, a yes, I've heard of it. We do have a ghost book. Uh, don't know how outdated it is at the minute, but is that kept in the, the reception yeah, in the visitor centre? Yeah, mm. we get we get about. Hmm, I'm trying to put a number on how many visitors really saving. It sort of peaks at certain times of year, I think, uh, when they get particularly creeped out on site. So probably mm. going into the autumn and winter. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, think about it. We we close on weekends, but I def- distinctly. What the? There's a light out there. Sorry. I think it, it, it's not. <coughs> you can't see it now. It was flashing in a certain rhythm. See, now we're getting wow, UFO okay. sightings and yeah, ghost sightings. Yeah, yeah. All at Bolso. So, this is all about ghosts, now we've gone into UFOs. Yeah, bloody yeah. ruined the podcast, <laughs> isn't <laughs> it? Really? Yes, that's right. But no, I can imagine that. Like I say, that, like, as, it, as, the, as the nights draw in, if you're still open, that's going to cause a bit of a a bit of a freak fest, isn't it? People will get scared. Did you hear that then? No. There's a noise. Like a whistle or something. We'll listen out for it. I think what I'll do is between now and this is going out next Wednesday, it's going out on Wednesday the 25th. Yeah, yeah. I will, we will be doing a few. I heard that. You hear that? I heard a bump out there. You hear the bump? I heard it earlier. There's no one else meant to be coming in, so. 
So this is it. So we are, listeners, this is this is you know maybe if you have like a camera, I'll have to do a, a video, video or cast, a video on cast on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll uh, we'll bring that one to a close now, and yeah. then we'll come back later on. I'll probably speak to a few more people before this goes out live. Talk, talk to Mike up in the business centre. I will. I will talk to him. He's had lots of strange things. There's some more fun facts about this room I can think of actually. Oh, hit us with your fun facts. Yes. So everyone calls it Mrs. Robin's room. Is it Mrs. Robbins or Mrs. Robinson? Well, well she's, she's neither. It's mm. meant to be Mrs. Cousins, I mm. believe. Or Mrs. Cousins. Oh. Cousins or Cousins, I've heard it said. Yeah. So that's meant to be the actual woman who lived here. If mm. you're basing it on So this was side. her bedroom sort of thing, or her... Yeah, yeah. Because she's not... Nothing to do with sort of the William Cavendish affair. It's to do with the later Victorian period. Oh, so she's even later. So that's like, what I've been told, yeah. So she's that's 1900s. I'm sure you've been told that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. So, Keenan, um, Keenan was was up here through the night. Oh yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. And he he mentioned he was telling me that she uh, she has been either, uh, spotted or people have said to her. But apparently she is quite a bit of a, a you know I heard that that wasn't that, wasn't that. she she's a bit of a um, she likes the men. I yes I've heard that one. Well the, I think the prevailing theory that people multiple people say is that. They, they they always try and give some rationale to these people and it's like she would have not had much attention in her life is what they say and right. so she is quite revels in it she yeah. loves the attention because why wouldn't she she's so still now, she's still here for some reason if she so now so now people are here paying attention and they're uh, she's loving that bit it's of almost like pain. well it could be the more the more we feed into yeah. her not in a negative way the more she's going to appear yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean I was sat here in a lot I was sat just this was my only light, my laptop, mm. and um, it's it's very effective because of the walls and stuff. But I would say like I didn't feel anything, but it never felt it never felt threatening. But then like I say, it didn't feel nothing. Well, we, should, we should turn off. We should turn off and actually do some uh, do some calling out things like that. Yeah, let's pause that. Two princesses. That's right. In the tower. And waiting, for, waiting for our princess. I'm almost at the negative of Rapunzel, though, aren't I, really? <laughs> Rapunzel, Rapunzel, where is your hair? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, we're going to round off this show mm-hmm. um, with... I want to have a quick talk about Ghost Watch and its legacy. And basically, it's like ghost hunting shows. Mm-hmm. And, and your thoughts. Because Now, the reason I want to talk to you... So, as you can find, I'm still with Mike. Is um, you've got some experience in well, these things? 
Oh, I'm glad you clarified. Yeah, you've got some experience in ghost hunting. Yeah, I've experienced it, experiencing small boys. Yeah. You know. Just to clarify, that's not what we're talking about. No, no, no. Um, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> but really, from the just out of like Ghost Watch, so I'm not spoken to Stephen Bock, I'm a big fan of Ghost Watch. Mm. What were your thoughts on it? I loved it. I mean, I remember when it came on television and the big hoo-ha afterwards as well about, you know, did you see that last night? Uh, it was terrifying, you know, and what, what, you know, and everyone going, what's happened to Sarah Green? What's happened to Sarah Green? So everyone believed it, even though before it was broadcast, they said, um, a BBC dramatisation. They said it at the Radio Times. Yeah. They said it's, it's listed as a drama. Exactly. So, um, I mean, but, the, but it was hysteria. It's kind of like a British equivalent of War of the Worlds. It's exactly yeah. how I saw it. And it's funny, because when I spoke to... Stephen Bolt, I said that. I said, look, this has a similar effect to War of the Worlds. And, and he was very much like... Stop phoning me? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still calling me? Uh, no, I said to him, I said that. He says, funny enough, that was the exact pitch. Mm. It, was, it was like, that was the original pitch. It was going to be six episodes, but it was going to be War of the Worlds with ghosts. Not six episodes. So the original, well, the original intention wasn't a house. Right, okay. So the original house, but the original intention was going to be, we've had uh, events going on at this... Ooh. We've had certain events at this housing estate, mm. and then each episode they were going to have like it was going to ramp up each episode, and they were going to focus in, and eventually they'd find the the house. Okay. So then, yeah. So where's it all coming from? Yeah, okay. and then and then you 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 gradually get the history. So and traces of that still exist in Ghost Watch. Mm. So obviously they get the house, but then when they go out and about, and Craig Charles is talking to uh, the two ladies in the park mm. and stuff like that, they're talking about oh well, yeah, there was a dog that was attacked and people here crying in the park and all that kind of stuff. So mm. elements of it still exist. But the BBC weren't sold on six episodes. So sure. So he, he brought it down to a single event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think War of the Worlds is a, is a great comparison because mm. I, I believed it. I, see, I, I didn't, when I was watching it, I didn't believe it, but I thought it was entertaining. That's the uh, whole thing. You know, it was because I kind of knew it was a dramatisation. But yeah. so, that's great, but it was done so well and so convincingly that if you skipped a beat and missed that, you would think this is... Legit. Well, I was, again, age, age just going to this, I was yeah. 11 when it came on. Right. So I was, I was, I was, I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> 12. Possibly 10. You were 2012. Yeah, 2012. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it was, um, it really got me, but like you said, I think the, the, the one thing it benefited from was mm. there was no internet. Yes. And there was no, and the speculation was all tabloids, you mm. know, and stuff like that. And uh, and Sarah Green, I believe Sarah Green had to go publicly on television to say, "I'm fine." Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong. It was just a show. But it, it took a moment. The problem was, it took them again, probably because it was like you know, communication was slower in those days. It took them over a week mm. to do that for them to bring out Mike Smith and Sarah Green and and, and Michael Parkinson and be like, "There's a show, right?" Chill out. Mike, um, but Mike Smith contributed to this, obviously, because Mike Smith, not being an actor, Mike Smith, God rest him, um, he was so convincing yeah. when he was going, That's my wife, that's my wife, you know, yeah, yeah. when she goes into. Well, this is what I think, this is why yeah, I. When she goes into Narnia, as yeah. I thought. <laughs> Thank you.
Okay, listen, sorry about that. We, uh, we actually had some technical difficulties there. We were in the castle, and uh, Mike and I were sat there trying to record, and uh, the recording equipment continually shut off. We did. Over and over again. I'm not sure what happened. So, uh, the ghosts of Bolsover, clearly not fans of 20th Century Geek. No. Uh, so, we've relocated. As, as is anyone else. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, so we've relocated to another part of the castle, um, and actually I've now been joined by two other performers from the event I'm working. So if you want to introduce yourselves? After you, sir. Oh, uh, well, I'm not used to being called sir, but yes, Anthony, Anthony Webster, and That's I'm right. a member of the cast. Yeah. And I'm Wayne Russell, I'm also a member of the cast. So we've been talking about Ghostwatch from 25 years ago, 25 years ago this year, so it's 1992. Wow, um, I was I was I was two at the time. <laughs> so, yeah, vague memories. Two, two, two decades at least. <laughs> uh, um, so, do you guys did you guys watch it? Did you do you have any memory of it? It's a vague memory. I can't couldn't tell you who was actually involved in it, but I can remember it absolutely fascinated me because mm. obviously I was much younger then, possibly slightly older than two, <laughs> like about forty-two. But uh, <laughs> the supernatural has always held a fascination for me. Even though, when you know that it's it's not actually being portrayed factually, I've always enjoyed being that part of it. See, that was interesting. Yeah. One of the things we were just discussing when it started to play up was the fact that it was portrayed as a drama in the press. Like, you know, what Radio Times said it was a drama, and the BBC said it's a drama. But because it had Sarah Green, uh, Mike Smith, Michael Parkinson as its core cast, yes. I was 11, and I'm like, well, I know you from Blue Peter. I know you from Saturday morning television, and I know you from from Parky. So to me, I was watching this going, well, clearly this is real. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I bought into it whole hog, and it scared the shit out of me. You yeah, just brought all those memories back to me. Parky was in charge of it, wasn't he? Was. He, he, he was. He hosted it. He was back at the yeah. hosting with the uh, Supernatural Investigator. And they got the kids at a house or something, didn't they? That was right. It was, was, it, yeah. it, was, it was pretty much sort of like, it was... It was it's cl- it's if Wayne only remembered his lines as much as he remembers his but it was it was it was great right. and I bought into it amazingly um, I don't, did you remember did you see it or I'm not sure to be honest um, he was in prison then weren't you <laughs> <laughs> I might look like a convict now with facial hair and, uh, and the like but uh, yeah I mean most haunted I remember which was much much later than that but, but, but uh, this is the thing and that was the other question is like the legacy of this show of Ghostwatch, mm. there are two big legacies for this show. Now, I asked, um, I, I did a bit of research and I spoke to Stephen Bogways. The guys, the two guys that did Blair Witch, mm-hmm. they cite this as, a, as inspiration. Okay. They actually said that yeah. they watched Ghostwatch and it was one of the things they used as research before they did Blair Witch. So, that whole found footage thing, yeah. everyone said, oh yeah, Blair Witch did it first. Even they will admit, oh, well, we saw things like Ghostwatch first. I was in a different version of Bear Witch called Bear Itch. The Bear Itch. <laughs> is, is that where you scratching teddy yeah, bears? I just, like, you know, I was young, I needed the money. What can I say? And, and now you're old and need the money. Yeah. <laughs> but the other one, as you say... It never the, grew was, back. Yeah. The other one that was the glut of sort of like supernatural ghost hunting shows that sort of came about in the early sure. 2000s. Yeah. Most Haunted being the, the, uh, the big one. So what, what are your thoughts on Most Haunted then? Yeah, well... Well, I mean, as you say, when, when you see certain people like Yvette Fielding who, who carry, um, well, a modicum of gra- gravitas, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you respect them as, as TV professionals. It, it has a, a sort of authority. Um, you believe it because yeah. of who they are. I mean, yeah. Totally, because again, I, I think I was, 
with uh, most haunted. I remember watching. Mm. I remember watching the first first season of that. Yeah. And in the first season, they go to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Yeah. And there's nothing to do that, and you've got Derek Akora well before Fanny Loves Dick, and you know it, it, because she's there, she seems legitimately scared. Definitely so. I'm mm. buying into it, thinking, yeah. well, I've seen her Blue Peter, I've seen her do other things. She's clearly like, legit. Yeah. Mm. And these are known mm. places as well. They're yeah. not they're not constructed sets. You no, know, no, no. You've no. been to Blackpool Pleasure Fleet, and, and you know that it exists. Mm. So mm. I mean, they did Bolsover Castle as well. Did they? Yeah, there's a Bolsover Castle which was a most haunted live. Oh, really? Oh, I'll have to track that. I'll have to track that one down. I remember that really well because I went to York to the Golden Fleece and actually oh spent gosh. a night ghost hunting and it was two weeks after they actually filmed there uh-huh. and they got a, a guy off a Radio 1 whose name escapes me who would, had actually been on this particular um, gig and spent the whole night there and was absolutely petrified yeah. and claimed to have seen all, all sorts of things. So when we went, they got this medium who uh, put herself into this incredible trance. Now, if she was acting... She was a damn good actress. Yeah. If she wasn't acting, then I have no idea what she was doing, but she had to be held down by three men. She was so strong, she broke free from the grip on the bed and actually broke one of the organisers' nose. Uh, <laughs> now, that's dedication. That's, that's Fortunately, we don't get too much of that here. No, say, that sounds like yeah. my wedding night, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I do not get paid enough doing this gig to, sort of, uh, yeah, to have that level of commitment. Yeah. Um, I think that, I, is that the Gold, Golden Fleece in York? Yeah. Scariest place I've ever been to, Scotland. Just in general. Yeah, just in <laughs> general. Do you know what we are too? But where was it? In Derby, and I, I know you've got your own opinions of, of parts of this, but uh, Richard Felix, who was part of the cat, the crew for Most Haunted, he was the historian. Doc, Dr. Richard Felix. Dr. Richard who Felix. doesn't have a doctorate. a doctorate or a historian degree. Either way, he was the historian. I'm, I'm more of a historian than he is. From an educational perspective. But regardless of your bitterness, yeah, he owns quite yeah. a lot of properties around Derby. He, he used, runs, to, used he, to. Okay, well, he runs a thing called, and he still does, because he does, he, he does the Derby Ghost Walks. Yeah. Well, the Derby Ghost Walks, one of the big things they do is they go to a pub there that had a witch. And the thing is, the witch was the witch was found, uh, well, no, she was found. Her skull was found when they were renovating some of the electrics to the building, and it was wrapped in leather bands. Yeah. Uh, and when they removed it for it to be investigated and stuff, all kinds of stuff started kicking off at the pub. So, like, glasses broke, things went missing, all sorts of stuff. And then so they brought the skull back and it now sits over the bar. Mm. And it's just, like, this obviously, like, skull that sits there. It's in a glass cabinet that just sat over the bar. Apparently, like, every now and then things kick off on that. But, I'm, yeah, that's, well, that's kind of weird. Oh, it's, it's an amazing place. I mean, me and, me and Wayne down at Bolsover Castle in the ante room the other day when we were going through the television mm. and uh, looking at how that worked and stuff. And then some, someone touched my bottom. And I turned around, there's only me and Wayne in the room. Yeah, And so. he said it wasn't him, so it must have been supernatural. I'm yeah. not allowed to say anything until my solicitor has replied <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> the you've, signed, you've signed certain agreements. I, I signed um, the agreements. Just so. so, we've actually now been joined by another member of the cast, uh, Aaron, if you just want to introduce yourself. Hello, my name's Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what we're doing, do you? Not a clue. Okay, so we're actually sitting here. I've been trying to record a podcast now for the last couple of days, or last couple, and uh, we've just tried to record it in the castle. And the recording equipment just kept failing repeatedly. Oh, great. So uh, we've, we've, we've come back to the resource room to, to, to it. We were actually just talking about supernatural occurrences here at the castle or anything like that, just off the back of uh, having watched Ghostwatch. How old are you? Just out of curiosity. 24. Okay, so you're too young to have seen Ghostwatch <laughs> by about a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what about you? Have you ever been on any, any beliefs or have you been on a ghost walk or anything like that? Uh, not really any beliefs. No? no not at all. Not seen anything? No, nothing. What's your feeling? I, 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 I pretended to speak to one just to like 
the other day because when you spoke to yeah. Miss Robbins. Miss Robbins. Try tell, and, try and keep tell her, her to leave her alone. Uh, leave us alone. Have you ever met anyone that's Scottish? That's Scottish. Yeah. What is your normal? Yeah, right. It's kind of like the same terrifying experience, really. You know, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> just the same thing. They're both as terrifying as each other and unexplainable. <laughs> oh, I, I've never understood that. The Meyer. It was Andy Stewart. Do you remember him? Donald Andy was your trousers. No, Andy was your trousers. No. This whole thing with Scotland, I don't understand with you. Um, no, but yeah, we, we were just literally upstairs, and the, the equipment started to fail. So. It could be... Uh, like our willpower, wasn't it? It was. Just like our will. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but so have you watched it? Did you ever watch Ghost Watch? Ghost, Ghost, Ghost Haunted. Most Haunted. Most Haunted, yeah. I just, I found it Hilarious. funny more than anything else. Yeah. You, you were never yeah. buying into it? No, no, not at all. But my mum would sit there and she's like, oh, no. It's, it's, it's a series series that lasted <laughs> it, it lasted 15 series on the basis of nothing happening oh it was the, yeah but it this is what they say for the people that made it because it was it, Annex Productions which is yeah. Carl Beatty's company alright so Annex Productions who have made that they've yeah. made a fortune out of well, I mean, some they, of the they cheapest were, production values ever no, there was, it was a great a program for the time mm. but the, it it outsold itself, you know. It's kind of like how far can you make this piece of bacon last? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not. It's not the feeding of the five thousand here. You know, it's it's kind of like the same product rehashed. It's like doing our show every year for the, the next fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, the thing the thing is, it's funny really, because the thing that I when I because I watched it the first season or two, and I remember being like quite interested in it, and whether or not it was real was always the debate. The the moment it lost me was the first. Um, Most Haunted Live which for the very reason it reminded me so much of Ghostwatch and by that point I sort of knew that Ghostwatch was a drama mm. and, and I was I was like you just copied the format this is clearly crap yeah. <laughs> and I just mm. lost completely lost interest in it and then you had Derek Okora was outed and yeah, not as out. Yeah, I mean, I didn't laugh for that way, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, was, like, it was basically because they trick came him? out. Derek yeah. Agora came they out because they didn't give him like a bunch of false information about a, an well, event they, or they, a they, venue, and they took him to the venue. He just spouted everything he'd been told. That they knew uh, according to the press, that's what appeared in the in the Sunday papers, wasn't it? They yeah. had a yeah, scene and, they, and he fell for it. So they are, yeah. That, that, that's Creed, Creed Kafer. But I think oh, was, was it the parapsychologist who did it? No, Creed Kafer is the name. Is what it was. It was Derek Faker in uh, Anagram of Derek. Uh, Derek Core was Creed Kafer. Uh, for uh, no, Derek, Derek, Derek Faker. Yeah, it's Creed Kafer. The impression uh, I got from watching Most Haunted was that they were actually seriously trying to find some sort of supernatural I think existence. they started out. I think they started. They had out, all the equipment. They had all the people there. This, that, and the other. It didn't. Stripe is being particularly well scripted. I don't think it was intended to be scripted. No. But as you say, they didn't find any. Well, no, no, which it's brought it's about its demise in the end. Didn't yeah, it? yeah. Well, that was the thing. Uh, it's like, it's like Mark says, only so many times can you watch someone jump in a in a um, you know a uh, what do they call it? The night vision camera. Mm. You know, mm. and yeah. it was a bit sort of like, oh, like you said, oh, I've jumped it before. Oh, I've jumped it before. It's like, like I, you know, sometimes I go out at night and videotape my neighbour. You know, using night, um, vision. Night, using night vision, but it's only so long you can do that before you get nothing on camera. And the police and now, are now, now it's quite now, yeah, now quite, quite, quite bored by it. You know, <laughs> it's just one of yeah. those things. And it's the same principle of most haunted. You know, you're just watching green faces constantly. The format people the getting is, scared. The thing yeah. is, the format worked for me because it was that thing of like, here's the history, mm. then there's here's the supernatural, and then here's the investigation. It was quite well segmented. It was it was a good format. But yeah, like, but no, no, but the, come on. Most haunted is like we're going to this really haunted castle, 
I don't know what accent that is, but still, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. go with it now. Towards <laughs> this really haunted castle, it is said that a man's head is found bouncing on the floor, singing Yankee Doodle Dandy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden then he goes like, they do this thing where there's one of them inevitably, a cast member, falls down the stairs and goes, oh, I can shoot myself, you know. And then at the end of it, he goes, well, what have we learned from our investigation? Fuck all. That's what you learned from your investigation. <laughs> Nothing happened, Yvette. Yeah. Not a thing happened. What we learned is that as an hour of my life, I won't get back. Yeah. Well, the thing was, it was when they introduced um, Kieran O'Keefe as the sort of like the parapsychologist or whatever that came in to sort of like be the legitimate thing. Kieran O'Keefe is, was brilliant. Though. And the fact that, yeah, he was because he became more entertaining in yeah. the show. Don't be so fucking stupid. That's Kieran O'Keefe's attitude, isn't it? Yeah. Now let's not be stupid here. Yeah, because yeah. they would. They'd all jump. That at spoon everything. that came past the camera was <laughs> clearly thrown by the cameraman. Yeah, there were so many things where something happened, and you could just see it on his, in his eyes, and he was just like, oh, "Thank God I'm being paid for this." See, the, <laughs> thing, <laughs> most haunted, the thing about most haunted worlds is that the only way they could actually up the ante on that is instead of showing someone actually possessed, is actually turn the cameras on and have something happen with out any of the night vision so you can see a clear picture mm. and have someone die well they had the things the other thing is they had things move I would, I would and I, I love the fact they were claiming things move but it was always there was always always like this corner was slightly out of shot yeah 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 or like you know this this chair moved but so did the camera so it was sort of like I could do that at home so yeah. it was never convinced of that I think we yeah. you think about what we do in the little castle mm. with our chair and think about what most haunted do with a chair rocking and stuff. That, that oh, it's perfectly it's, it's easy, easy to, to do, do, easy to set well, up. Well, a lot of it goes back to how the Victorians did things, doesn't that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay, I think we are going to have to do our get ready. You're going to have to go. On, you, all of you are going to have to go and do some fucking work. That's what you're going to. We're going to have to go do some work now. So I'm uh, going to wrap this up and I shall edit it, and this will go out soon. But thank you very much, gentlemen, for allowing me to finish this out. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. That was our stint at Bolsover Castle. Um, thank you for listening, and it's been a bit of a short one. But that doesn't mean that the spookiness is over. Halloween may come, it may go. But November, I'm going to be focusing on haunted houses. And one haunted house in particular. In the next episode, I will be joined by fellow podcasters, um, the guys from Knock Once for Yes to talk about the Amityville horror, the full-on ghost story or alleged ghost story uh, that happened there. Following that, I'm then going to be talking about the legacy of Amityville and how it impacted the making of horror films and specific, specifically haunted house films from the late 70s onwards. So I hope you can join me um, just for that little bit more of spookiness this time of year as those nights draw in. Now, if you want to get in contact with me, remember you can do so through Twitter, at 20th Century Geek. Contact me on Gmail, 20 centurygeek at gmail.com. 
I'm on Facebook under 20th Century Geek and Instagram under 20th Century Geek. Um, also, we are on Patreon, so if you wish to donate and support us, that would be superb. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy the show. I hope you're looking forward to some Amityville horror, and we'll catch up again next time. <laughs>